So that first year you had zero sponsors. How did, how were you able to pay for everything? Um, I put in my credit card. I went into debt for Fritz Fest. Yeah, pony yeah. rides? The, the first one? I think we had pony rides. It was the first or second You were determined. I, that's awesome. <laughs> Whether you've noticed the new stars on Del Mar, you're looking to get better at pickleball, or you're looking for another hot festival in St. Louis, oh, wait, wait, wait. And I can't forget about restaurants. We got you guys covered on this week's episode of Oakcast. This is Brad in STL. And I'm Carly Lawrence. And welcome to week two of Opecast. Can you believe it? We've made it this far. I mean, I think, yeah. Yeah, two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say if you're listening or you're watching this, we want your feedback. We want this to be the best podcast experience for you all because we're looking to change the way you experience St. Louis one episode at a time. And so if you're out on your walk, your run, you're driving, I don't know, you're playing pickleball, then like, we want to make sure that this is something that you enjoy. Or if you're just scrolling through social media and you're like, who are these two random people? We want to make this entertaining and exciting for you all. So let us know. And subscribe and tell your friends about us. And in case you're listening because you're curious on what's new to Delu, we have you covered this week. And so I'm going to dive right in to something that not many people in St. Louis know about. And that's the St. Louis Walk of Fame. Now, the St. Louis Walk of Fame honors notable people from St. Louis or who made contributions to the culture of the United States. And I heard that one from Joe Edwards himself. So those are facts. Now, there are over 150 stars located amongst the six blocks on Del Mar. And, you know, you can also see stars from time to time. I know Chris Rock, when he was in town, people saw him going down the street. He went to the Moonrise. He went to Vintage Vinyl. But we're talking about the ones that are there 24-7. Now, recently... Um, Harry Weber, who has done a lot of the famous statues around town, like the Dred Scott. Uh, he's also done different statues around Bush Stadium. He's gotten his own star. And then we had the Spinks brothers, Leon and Michael Spinks, which won, lost to Mike Tyson in his very last fight after being undefeated. And the other one, he beat Muhammad in just his eighth fight. And so in case you didn't know, St. Louis has changed the world. We make a lot of rumble in the jungle. I don't know if one of those brothers have fought in it. But uh, yeah, next time you're on Del Mar, just check out the St. Louis Walk of Fame. Braden, quick, quick, quick. Okay. Who do you think is on the Walk of Fame? No. What go? Oh, I said, oh, because this is Opecast. Insert sirens. I'm just kidding. Uh, instantly, I mean, you got You got Nelly's on there. Is he? Yeah, he has to be. I know, right? These are yeah. uh, there are people that I assume are on it that I'm not sure. I I think I did see his once. So there's Nelly, definitely Tina Turner. She's a queen. Uh, Chuck Berry, and then I know recently Andy Cohen. And so there's what another hundred and forty no we mentioned two another hundred and forty four names i need to look up is john goodman on it surely right is john ham on it how many more johns are you going to mention those just those the, two. The, just those two okay they both are on it we just checked shout out to beebs on the back but yeah next time you're just just walk down the street and learn some history and it'll motivate you Get and inspire smarter. you easily and one star at a time one episode at a time. And right, you know what? What? If I was, a, I'm going to start subbing. Imagine me just showing up as a substitute teacher and. You'd be such a good substitute teacher. I, I, I would have a lot of fun. I'd be like, all right, kids, we're going into Del Mar Loop today. 
I want you all like oops, to stay within a, a few blocks of each other. And I want you to select somebody and write a paper on them. Oh, yeah. That's what we're going to do. That'd be fun. Hire me for your... I guess I could probably just apply online. Write a paper and like do like a presentation. Oh, a reenactment. And dress up as them. A reenactment. Yeah, put on a little play. Like I would dress as John Goodman. No, okay. Now I wouldn't dress as John Goodman. I would be Sully. Do like Monsters a, Inc. Do an episode of Roseanne. Oh my god. <laughs> or uh, one time he was supposed to speak at Missouri State for a, what was it? It was like a commencement speech, but it was when The Hangover Three was coming out, so he had to reschedule. So he missed that commencement speech for The Hangover Three. Oh man. But yeah. Anyways. Go for a walk. Enjoy the Del Mar Loop. It's one of my favorite places in town. Oh, I'm going to watch the movie The Flintstones when I get home. <laughs> get me a clean spoon. Oh, my God. Okay. What's next? Chicken in oh, pickle. Ch okay. That's this 300-something. Oh, that's a 300-something million dollar thing happening in St. Charles. I mean, we're just going to be eating chicken and playing pickleball pretty soon pickleball is it's i mean it's not a new sport it's been going on since the 60s it just recently had a resurgence because um americans are idiots and we just love doing new things you know what i mean like i said it's not even new but it's we all know what it is it's ping pong slash badminton slash um tennis but tennis players hate pickleball players they hate the sound of it um they hate our existence they think we're phonies um but pickleballers are gonna pickleball you know and we love it so that's why they're making an establishment just for us to keep us off of the tennis courts you know it's very interesting there it's a 350 million dollar development yeah like i didn't i know i knew people love chicken yeah maybe pickles but like pickleball mm -hmm. like that's amazing and actually, it's funny. So when I first heard about this, I think it was like a month later, I went to New York. And there's that skating rink that you always see in all those holiday movies in New yeah. York. Well, now, like for right now, it's like 100 pickleball courts. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, that's the size of it? Uh, no, there's like 100, 100 courts. Oh, that's there. what it is when it's not Ice. cold outside. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Oh, he has... It's sweeping the nation. It's sweeping the nation, folks. <laughs> what's, that, what's that thing called? The like in music, it's the. Um, oh, it's almost like a clock. Metronome. Metronome. Got the metronome. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that. No. <laughs> but yes. So shout out to St. Charles because OCAS. You know, we we think about everybody. The St. Louis Metro. Maybe you're listening to Chicago. But if you're in St. Charles, you got a lot to look forward to with chicken, pickles, and pickleball. Chicken yeah. and pickle. Mmm. I'm going to wear a skirt. Okay, what's next? Now we're going to talk about another festival because we are in festival season. It's the sixth annual Frisk Fest, and that's going to go on there at Tower Grove Park. Now, Leslie Hughes is... She's so excited to talk about it. We actually got her on the podcast later, so make sure you tune in. But this festival encourages self-love and inspires confidence amongst women while hosting events and providing resources to help them along their journey. They're going to have vendors. They're going to have, uh, what obviously, food vendors. I mean, you know I'm going to be there. They're going to have food trucks, food snacks, everything. They're also going to have uh, merchandise. They're going to have uh, classes there to teach you, you know, how 
how you can do your hair and they're gonna have hair competitions. Let's see, oh, and live music. So they're gonna have a lot of live music and then for an additional fee, I believe it's about $50, you can go see Grammy Award winner, Maya, which, okay, I got story time, story time. Okay. So a long, long time ago, back when like Six Flags, they used to do like, oh, if you have a season pass, you get a free concert ticket or it was like five, $10. That's, that's when I saw Maya. That was back in the Lady Marmalade days. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so she's going to be there. So you already know I'm going to be at that festival. But also like Frizz Fest is very positive and I love what they do. They're going to have crafts for kids. Uh, like I said, demonstrations, local music, DJ Nico. That's a good time. Where can I buy tickets? So it's going to be free to attend. Uh, you can, I believe you can buy tickets on frizzybynature.com for that. Or I'm sure they're going to be selling tickets for Maya because, I mean, once everybody finds out Maya's there, they're all right. going to show up. But, yeah, you can buy that there in person. And are you, are you a Maya fan? I enjoy Maya. You remember that song? The real lady mom. Well, duh. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. Do you think she'll bring out Christina Aguilera? I don't think she's going to do that. Okay, yeah. But she might ask me to fill in for Christina Aguilera. And I won't say no. Is this an indoor event or an outdoor event? So it's going to be outdoor. Okay. It's going to be outdoor. Um, is that, so it's going to be on when you're, you know, everyone knows Tiger Grove Park. It's horizontal, right? It's almost like a miniature forest park with a tower. And it's going to be on the half of the park that's towards Grand. So you can enter in towards Grand. It's going to be like a big festival. It's it's going to be cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And, and Leslie will be on the podcast a little, in a little bit to talk about it. Yeah, love that. Yes, I mean, I'm asking too many questions. She'll no, no. Yeah, yeah. She'll talk about it a little bit more. But no, it, like when I started learning more about it and like, you know, she started it you know after her her mom passed and she felt like it was her calling. And Let her talk about it. Shut yeah. Up. Oh, my God. I Yeah. That, okay. that really, I was like, man, I'm, I'm there. And I've heard great things. I know people that have attended it. So yeah, anyways, Frizz Fest, if you're looking for more information, make sure to follow them on Instagram or frizzybynature.com. And Leslie will be on a few minutes. All right, it's time to take this conversation to another level. You guys, there's a new restaurant in town called Levels. It's West African Nigerian cuisine. And it's called Levels because it's a two-level restaurant. And... Levels comes from the popular Nigerian slang that means something that's upscale or on another plane um, because this restaurant serves immaculate vibes, okay? You can look at their menu that is divided in three different courses and the recipes are made true to Nigerian methods. Um, they're going to be open six days a week and they've got just some really delicious looking food going on. Um, jollof rice pounded yam tilapia on veggies um pepper soup i i'm i'm so excited to go you said you haven't tried it yet no no and and i'm gonna have to try it because i know everyone's gonna ask me about it but like <laughs> I, like people all over town have been talking about them and like i've seen some of the photos and i'm like okay presentation 10 out of 10 i heard you know the vibes there mm -hmm. levels two levels uh but also the food everyone has told me is incredible so I got to try it. I've been to South foodie. Africa before and I, their food was so good and the wine was so good. And, um, I think about it often and I mean, it's different than West Africa, but I would love to just recreate that, that. those two weeks that I was there and that, 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 that food, I would love to taste that again. And, oh gosh, I can't wait. I really can't. I think we're gonna go to levels. 
after this. I think we I think we need to. We're gonna take this up to the second level yeah. <laughs> and eat there and enjoy all their food. And I know everyone's gonna ask me about it, so I definitely have to go there soon. Yeah, for sure. A lot of you are probably recovering from last weekend, but we're going into Labor Day weekend, so that means there are some events around town you're looking to do with your family, your friends, or your local bestie. So we brought on ours. Amber, how you doing this week? Yeah, good. How are you? Doing wonderful. What what do you have for us for this holiday weekend? Yeah, so we have a lot going on this weekend. Friday, we're kicking it off at the Science Center with their first Friday movie series. They do this once a month um, on the first Friday. So this month, it is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. On Saturday, we have the Japanese Festival at the Missouri Botanical Garden. I went last year. It was a blast. They have food, entertainment, um, and I believe a little bit of shopping. On Sunday, we have a pop-up market at Nine Mile Garden. I believe they're going to have over 30 vendors there. And the Nine Mile Garden is just a really cool concept to begin with with all of their food trucks. On Saturday, we have the Tower Grove Farmer's Market. Now, I know this is a weekly thing, but it is literally the highlight of my week, so I have to include it. And on Sunday, the Tower Grove Farmer's Market hosts the Boulevard Market over in Brentwood. Also on Sunday, we have, well, I guess it's the entire weekend, the graffiti wall painting. They're doing that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's uh, over by the arch, I believe it's about two miles long, and it is beautiful. There's just a whole graffiti for that two miles. And then an art fair in Queenie Park, and that's our weekend. Now, have you ever experienced Paint Lewis before? So I haven't experienced seeing it being painted, but I have experienced a graffiti wall. Please tell the story. <laughs> so I live pretty close to it. Um, and my dad was shocked one day that I had never seen it in person and took me on his motorcycle. So that was quite the experience, but it was neat. It was very immersive. I got to see it up close, but. Well, it's, and it's really cool. I, I went last year and it's, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, these artists are painting, what is it? About 15 feet high, 50 feet wide. And they get that done in three days and like, it's just incredible. And people come from all yeah. over the world. So I'm definitely going to be there. And for a full list of everything going on in St. Louis this weekend, make sure to check out at local.bestie on Instagram or for the different events that we talked about on the podcast this week, make sure to follow at Opecast the pod. So thank you, Amber. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's Foodie Friday, and this week I brought on Malik Wilson of Show Me St. Louis. You've seen him all over town. And we may or may not have done the five is one. So check this out. Foodie Friday, I'm here with Malik Wilson of Show Me St. Louis. He's a big gamer. You may have seen him all over town doing his thing. Malik, what's good, man? How you doing? What's up, man? Dude, appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. And uh, actually, the last time we we linked up on camera, it was Taco Fest. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. not going to lie. You, you're like, Brad, can you come over here? We're going to go live in one minute. And then, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and I forgot about that, dude. I, I formed like five sentences in one <laughs> sentence. Listen, you and listen. If I ever play an improv game, I'm bringing you on because literally, we were about to be SOL for lack of better words, and um, Brad was over there. Earlier, we mentioned people that just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> Brad and popped up out of nowhere at the right time. We were literally a minute out from the show starting. You popped up, and I'm like. You were like, hey, what's up, man? Listen, shut up with all the crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you on air right now. Like, I need you. And you pop right in, bro. So you're like, I got one minute, man. And I'm like, 
Kyle, Taco King. Kyle comes out of nowhere <laughs> and bounces. He's in like walking with swag, and I'm like, bro, like <laughs> we're going live. But when like he, he got in the, he got in the zone, man. No, he did. He did. Both of you guys. I mean, because I mean, you still held your own. So you know, oh, within yeah. seconds. So thanks. That uh, yeah. I'm gonna put a link to that footage in the bio. Yeah. So for Foodie Friday, what are some of the spots that you enjoy going around and uh, enjoying around town? Hmm. Um. I know we talked a little off, uh, you know, off camera. Um, one of my go-to spots is um, is 360. That rooftop uh, view. The rooftop view is amazing. Um, the drinks are amazing. The staff is amazing, and you you tr you feel like royalty, like royalty when you're up there. Yeah. You can be literally just an average Joe, and just go up there. You get the beautiful views. Um, you can't beat it. Yeah, and then it's like really cool, like around like golden hour and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a good sunset view of the city. Mm -hmm. It's a good date mm -hmm. night spot. So, uh, what, what's another spot? What about lunch spot? Mmm. I've been told I need to eat breakfast more and I need to eat lunch more. And with that being said, uh, with me running around all the time, I usually just stop in Subway to, to eat get, fresh. To get a fresh, you know, they say it's fresh, but you know, um, to get like something that's healthy. I try not to eat. You know, junk food. Yeah. Because um, I am a habitual person who will go to McDonald's, get something quick from the dollar menu. But, um, <clears throat> you know, when I'm being intentional and trying to eat somewhat healthy, I'll go to Subway and get like the, the what's the, the special going on now? Buy one, get one for 50 off. It's crazy that I know is that. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it was $5 still. No. Um, is it not? Mm -hmm. Wait, how much is a sub sandwich nowadays? Um, I mean, I'm paying like, 11 bucks for one. 11 man, you talk about inflation, man. That's but it's like, it's a foot long. I mean, these things are huge. But it doesn't it doesn't slap when you're like what 11 mm -hmm. 11 dollar foot long. No, 5 dollars. 5 dollar foot long. Yeah, those yeah. were the days. And, and that's, so, we love the foot longs. <laughs> Listen, my people are going to kill me for that. But um, <laughs> we, we love the foot longs. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen, St. Louis food is amazing. Um I love it a lot. What um, about a date night spot? Date night spot. Ooh. Or a night out w w with your friends. Mm -hmm. like. Ooh, another great spot that I love. Well, this is about food. Um, I'm not going to lie. I eat at home a lot. Okay, I eat so at home what, a lot. what are you making? Um, uh, I mean, honest, <laughs> honestly, anything that's really uh, healthy in a sense. So, I mean, I really make, I make fish every day. I salmon every day with like a rice, some type of vegetable. Usually like mixed vegetables because I, my mental mm -hmm. always like because you know like every vegetable like has its own like product of goodness. Yeah. And so, mentally, I'm always in my head. I'm like, oh well, you know, I can't just eat corn today because then I didn't eat anything green. Mm. It's like I can't just eat the green and the corn because now I need something for my eyes. I need some carrots in here, you know. Damn, you went, so, you went through the whole pyramid. Right? I'm like everything it's, we learned back in like. I went through a health school. issue. <clears throat> I went through a health scare, so it's like now yeah. like everything is intentional that I put into my body. Being careful with yeah. yeah. Um, even though I just down this whole yeah, you just a churro pop popcorn. For me. So this is gonna go on the on the flyer. You guys are gonna <laughs> see uh, we're gonna have 360. We're gonna have Subway and then Malik's mm -hmm. house. Oh, I mean. I think it's a new house, so I mean, like people can definitely come. You know, I'll serve you some food through the window. Yeah, the pop up. That's yeah. how they. That, that's how they started in 2020. So, <laughs> all right. So now a night out. Where Where are you going for a night out around town? <clears throat> um, night out again. 360. I love 360. Um, I love to go to uh, House of Soul. That's a really cool spot. Yeah. Um, honestly, anywhere in ballpark is a lot of fun. 
margaritas? Oh, the drinks are amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm an old fashioned guy. And um, I don't drink often, but when I do drink, it's an old fashioned. And mm. like my joy, like they're like, oh, what do you want in it? And I'm like, make it the best way you would, you know? Like as if you're gonna drink it, yeah. Yeah, and um, Katie's Pizza, as well as uh, what's the new place, uh, The Armory. Yeah. Um, and 360. And uh, granted, it's, it's by person. You know, you can have a person at these places that makes it really good and another person who doesn't, you know. But yeah. those three places have had people who made an old-fashioned, like, mm. it, it's, it's It's the new places bringing back the old-fashioned drink, right? Gotta, yeah. Bam. So uh, we are putting it. How can, how can people follow you? Like we, we see you on TV all the time, mm-hmm. all around the community, and you're a big gamer. People may not know that, but how can people follow you? Um, you can watch me on Show Me St. Louis every day at 10 a.m. on NBC here, uh, Channel 5. Um, you can follow me on social medias at Malik Wilson TV. And um, I try to keep my YouTube and stuff out of it because uh, I wouldn't say it's a whole other side of me, but um, my guy's a it's gamer. a it's 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 a it's a um if you're into that type of stuff it's cool and it's not like anything bad or anything but it's gaming people might watch and be like what is this for malik's full foodie friday list make sure to check out on instagram it's on the opecast the pod and stl bucket list so malik appreciate you yes sir thank you man yep Early on the podcast, we talked about Frizz Fest, and so I caught up with Leslie Hughes, who's the founder of the whole festival. And so check out our interview. What's going on, Opecast? It's Brad and STL, and today I'm here with Leslie Hughes of Frizz Fest. Yes. So, uh, Leslie, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm just excited to have you on because Frizz Fest, I mean, I'm seeing it everywhere, all over town. Oh, that's good. So, uh, let's go. We're gonna get into Maya here in a minute. Okay. But before we do, let's let's talk about you. We um we, we were just kicking it, um talking a little bit about your inspiration. But for those who do not know, what you know, let's talk about your St. Louis journey and what got you here to this point. Yeah. Um. So born and raised St. Louis. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, so born and raised St. Louis. Um. You know, I want. I know the thing with St. Louis is say with high school, but I didn't really go to a cool high school. I went to private school, but I went to Luther North. And then um, went to college in Mizzou, came back from college. I was the retail manager for Kohl's, hated it. Ended up moving to LA. Oh. Yeah, so I lived okay. in LA for almost four years. With Kohl's or no? No, Okay. I quit. I gave my two weeks. Let's talk about that. Okay. No, how, how was it quitting? You're like, I... Oh man, it was like, I was, Oh, it was the worst job I've ever had. I was working like 60 hours a week. At the time, I was also in um, a not so very good relationship Mm -hmm. and was ending that. And I just wanted like something new. Um, My best friend was already out there. Mm -hmm. She called me one day. I was like, our lease is up. Do you want to move with us? Like, yep. Put in my wow. two weeks, packed all my stuff, shipped my boxes of clothes through USPS. I don't know how I made it there, and drove. This was all within straight to two weeks. Yeah. Wow. And okay. drove to California with my brother and his friend. And so I stayed there for like three and a half years. Um, good, you know, it was a good time in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't need to live in LA again unless I'm like rich and I can live in the hills or something. So. Um, 
moved back to St. Louis. Um, it was just time. Uh, I lost, I had a lot of deaths in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost um, my grandmother, my two aunts, and my mom in the span Sorry. of being in L.A. So that's why I moved back. That's how I ended up back in St. Louis. Um, so after my mom passed, I came back to St. Louis. I think I stayed for about two weeks and tried to rush back to L.A. to try mm-hmm. and, like, you know, rush back into a normal, like, situation, yeah. like, whatever. That was not the right thing. But six months after that, my aunt passed away, and that's when I was just like, I want to be home. So I, I ended up coming home for the holidays and really, like, ended up staying. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I got back in St. Louis and ultimately how, like, Frizz Fest and Frizzy by Nature came about. So, like, when you were in L.A., what are some of the things? Because, like, when you travel, you pick up new things. You're yeah. like, oh, like, for me, I'm like, oh, I got to bring this back to St. Louis, yeah. this and that. But you lived there for uh, three, three and a half years. And so what were some of the things that you picked up while you were out there? Yeah. Learning, you know, living in that culture of, I mean, literally everything's happening all at, all the yeah. time. Yeah, I think that, well, right before I had moved, I that's when I had really gotten into the natural hair movement. Mm-hmm. So right before I moved, I had just get like perms, relax or straighten my, wear my hair straight. And I ended up getting that cut all off. And that was really on accident. I had went to a new stylist all for snap. a graduation and like cut all my hair off. But then that's when I could see like my curl pattern. Okay. So, but like at that time I was like, oh my gosh, like this is who I am. Like I felt free. And then I moved to LA and I was kind of like just still in that space, mm-hmm. like completely new, not knowing everybody. I felt like it was really a time for me to like just explore other sides of me. Yeah. And, um, and I think that was really one of the main things I learned, like just, I really got into fitness and working out. That's where I was, went vegan <laughs> in LA. Um, and of course the weather is beautiful, like hiking, all that amazing things. And then also just the diversity, yeah, like the different groups of people and just seeing all different kinds of people. And also obviously LA just has all the, the clubs, the hangouts, the different events, restaurants. So it was just, I don't know, I just got a new, you know, just a new side of life. Yeah. And then I think that, but it wasn't, I don't think like I learned anything from LA that, you know, made me want to create for his fist. I yeah. think it was more so the time, it was more so the time of my life that I was in, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, sad, really, like moving back yeah. to St. Louis, it was, that was what really kind of like catapulted my, like want to bring something to St. Louis because it was really for me, yeah. but turned out to be also for the community Thousands. of St. Louis, yeah. So you, you came back here, this was, I, I would assume, right about six years ago? Six, yeah, seven? I, yeah, I think it was 2016. Okay. Yep, 2016. So how was that process of coming up with Frizz Fest? So, um, so initially I sat down, it was January 1st mm-hmm. of 2017 and I moved in with my brother and my sister-in-law and we were on the couch and I had the idea. I was like, I, again, I had just got into the natural hair movement and really it started out me wanting to rent a space to get women together to talk about natural hair and products, tips. Which is tricks. amazing. Yeah. And then, but you know, that wasn't it. That wasn't yeah. what it was for me. So right after bringing that up, I was like, no, like, let's do something bigger. Let's have like, you know, an outdoor event. Mm-hmm. And literally from that day, it started. And the first Frizz Fest, I always say, I didn't expect 
I would just be happy if my family and friends show up. And then just from the beginning, like blew my mind. How did you promote that first one? As the first, or so through Instagram, but like, okay, so what went into that process of planning that first one? Because it's definitely a lot different than it is right now. Yeah. Like, what was it like from, okay, this is what we're going to have. And then you promote it through Instagram, yeah. but yeah so um luckily my dad is a lawyer <laughs> so he i really leaned on the people like my family and the people yep. who i had around me so my dad set up all the legal stuff trademarks um the application to be a uh, 501c3 um and then really tower grove park i don't know why I, now to think about it i don't even i wasn't living in tower grove park i don't <laughs> know why but i knew I had family and friend that lived on the South side and I really liked the diversity of the South side. And mm -hmm. I, yeah, I had been to Tower Grove Park. So I just chose Tower Grove Park. I don't know. I don't even know why it was meant wow. to be, I guess. And then went online, booked a pavilion. You can book a pavilion for like 120 bucks and so booked that. Yeah. And then my, um, one of my best friends from high school, um, Jesse, who actually runs Dear Fathers now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was, I went, you know, reached out to him. He had his own branding company at that time called Brand Fiend. Hey. So he designed all my, um, all my flyers, my logo, and like, so from the get, beginning, I had the branding on point. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, that helped. Huge. Yeah, I had that. So he designed all that. Um, we didn't have any performances. We had a dance group that was a, that my brother knew. He used to work um, not for the Urban League. I forgot what it's um, another nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. And we got some a dance group from there. People that I knew that sold products. We had about eight vendors on the pavilion and um, just posted on Instagram. And then people kind of like I don't know leaned into it. That's amazing because. It, it was put together with love through through the family and your, yes. your close friends. And how many people ended up showing up to the first one? Like, I think we probably had like, we had 600 RZPs. I say like a 400 people showed up. I mean, still. You That's thought, crazy, I you, know. You thought maybe 40. Yes. Like, like no, like 20. <laughs> or 20, and wow. And like 20, like, and then like, so, so from the jump, like, blew my mind, but it was also just, like show me it was needed like and yeah. wanted and necessary in St. Louis and some like some they have and I don't know if you heard you know other like LA mm -hmm. and Atlanta and New York they have these they have these natural hair festivals these black festivals black music festivals all these like events in different bigger cities and I know to my knowledge I hadn't experienced that in St. Louis mm -hmm. so I kind of just I don't know I wanted to bring something like that here. Well, it's like, even if there was something, which I, I do not know about, it's yeah. like, you know, it, it's a different, I don't know, diff, different vibe. Like someone else could be doing it in a whole different yes. way. Yep. And it's like, you know, you're seeing these things in all different cities and that, that happens. Like even with the content I make and the stuff I, like the events I host, I see in all these other yeah. cities. I'm like, let's bring it here. Yep. And so, uh, you know, that first year, let, let's also talk about that feeling of you didn't know how many people were going to yeah. come. So what is that feeling like? Okay, it's, you know, we start at 11, it's 11, 10, no one's here. And then all of a sudden, you're so busy, two, three hours later, you have hundreds of people. Like, what was the reception like that first year? Um, I don't, it was great. You know what? And then the first year, I like emailed different brands, like hair care mm. brands, like samples. And so we had these like nice giveaways, like yeah. for the first people that showed up. So I think that got people there too. On time. Um, it's yep. not as easy to do that anymore. But I don't, it was just, I don't know. I think it, it, like, again, it was just 
I knew at that time, like, I was walking in my purpose. Mm -hmm. And then you get on Instagram, and, like, all I saw on my timeline was, like, people posting and Frizz Fest and stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) for my event. So, and just to not have been in St. Louis for almost four years and to be, to come back and be welcomed like that. And I know that St. Louis, I don't know, sometimes we get a bad rap that we don't support each other. And I think that might have been one of my first or second point posts, like, for the first or second year, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know what y'all are like talking about, but St. Louis like supports me. Like they supported the hell out of me. So mm-hmm. I think it just kind of showed that, you know, if it's for the right reasons, for the right intentions, like St. Louis people, they ain't gonna show up and support. As long as you're you, you're yeah. real, you're authentic and genuine, people are like, oh yeah, I rock, I rock with you. Yeah. You know, now yeah. if you try to be like something like you're completely not and you're like, I'm gonna bring in this new thing and look, and nah, it's like, that's no show. Yeah, you're yeah. showing, and, pl- and plus, like, one of the, the greatest things is, like, this has grown, too. Yeah. And so, it, it um you've grown a community yep. around that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that. Like, how is that community? Yeah, and I think, I'll, <laughs> I'll speak to the growth. I think I talk about that a lot now because of where we are, but I am grateful for having to grow. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. come in this space. I didn't have any resources or help or like um who to like anybody to go and ask like who had created a festival before and not not to say that there weren't any before but any no one i could touch or that Mm -hmm. i knew or who can ask for like assistance so um i think i paid for everything on my credit card and no sponsors or anything like that so but i'm grateful for that because it did like it's trials and tribulations and we learned a lot and um i think it also makes like in the whole process just a lot more like like grateful for how far that we have come mm-hmm. and uh, as far as the community i had like people like vendor even vendors who have been there from the first day and it's just um, amazing feeling um just to be able to connect with people in that way and also just to do what we can to inspire people i used to say if i can just like inspire one person i'm yeah. i'm good so like to be able to inspire a whole community of people is just like such a good feeling and it just it's what really keeps me going that's amazing now like uh how were you guys affected by the pandemic so yeah. you had 2017 right yep. 18 19 and then yep. 2020 happened how did you all pivot what you were doing i think honestly um 2020 was trash but we needed a break <laughs> we were like yeah, yeah. growing at a rate that i think we needed to step back and like have a break and kind of like think on like okay where do we see this going mm-hmm. um we were just we were i think we would have grown too fast where we couldn't like handle it and we would have had a lot of like lessons we needed to learn yeah um but we were able to pivot we um created an event during that time called walk the walk Mm-hmm. And it was a 5K run walk um, that we were still able to have in 2020 and 2021 because we could social distance to the park. Right. So um, it was just another way for us. We just like pivoted. We knew what the, we, everybody was stuck in the house. And at that time, I think you like really started to see how important like physical activity was mm-hmm. or being in community. Yeah, community yeah. and getting sunlight. You know what I mean? So I think. Um, it was just another way for us to kind of um, really like hone in what our people needed and be mm-hmm. able to like create that for them and that space for them. So um, we did the walk, walk the walk two years in a row. And then 2021, we brought Frisbee's back. Which is like, it, it, it's weird to even think about that was yes. the norm, you know, yeah. like legit a whole year just stuck in your house. Like it's, uh, 
It's crazy. I yeah. can't believe it. It's, it's wild. <laughs> it is. Now, how was it the the first year back? And actually, let's say the last two years, because last year, 2022, you had about 3,000 people. Yep. Were you ready for 3,000? Like, how was that? Uh, we were ready. Okay. We were <laughs> yeah, ready for 30. We were, <laughs> we were ready. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, we learned from that, too. Some things, mm-hmm. like, that's all we got. Uh, 19 food vendors and trucks this year because yeah. having that many people people like to eat like that's the main people you know thing come, people come for is food so like just like that's stuff learning mean. like stuff like that but still like that's the that's the um the thing about being able to like grow at a certain like rate where we mm-hmm. can learn from our mistakes and build up on that um so we were ready 2021 that was just kind of we had two months to plan it we kind of just wow you know we have done it for three years prior so we kind of knew like the basis of yeah. it um we weren't able to get obviously you know no time to reach out to sponsors so we did it was um we did it was year five year 2020 no last year was year five but we had like char- i think mm-hmm. we had charged five dollars okay yeah we had charged five dollars to be able to get um money for the festival because we needed it but that oh, was cool sure. and we had we ended up in a different section of the festival and then 2022 came and yeah we were able to like i don't know like we had time to promote it mm-hmm. to get things in order and i think too we moved it to september okay. better weather weather yep yep not we as hot we been getting the hottest days each each event, the hottest day of the summer. So September really helped because people were like, then I always wanted like people to come out and bring blankets and lawn chairs and yeah. coolers and hang out. Just chill. And I think last year was the first time like I really saw people doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, how has it been getting sponsors going into your sixth year? Is it starting like now that, you know, a lot of companies like what I've realized, they have to see the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like even though you're like, hey, we're doing all these great things, they, they got to see the numbers. Yeah. And so how has it been getting sponsors in, in, into the sixth year? Um, how's that process? Is, it, yeah. is your network also growing as yeah. you connect with more? Okay. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, this year we've gotten the most, obviously the most sponsors that we've ever gotten. And I think a lot of that comes from like, we have the history, mm-hmm. um, we've been consistent and you know we do have the numbers to show for it. But also I think most importantly, I don't really believe in like, I don't want to, in a sense, like networking or just getting to meet people just because you want something or how right. they can help you. But I think I have been able to make some really good, just like genuine connections. Relationships. Yeah. And not, if yeah. they're not the person and they know the person or mm-hmm. things like that. Or And I've been really intentional with just like, I can be a homebody. I can be to myself. I have a core group of friends. But when I like put myself out there and just like connected with different groups of people, attend different events. Um, it's just I'm, you know, just able to move around different people get to know who I am and exactly what we do. So, um, for example, we got a sponsorship from Walmart this year and it happened. Ooh. Yeah, it happened because um, the the woman, she ended up coming to the Frizz Fest brunch and introduced herself to me. That's awesome. And she had been following Frizz Fest and had attended and yeah. she really liked what we were doing. And then that turned into... So it's just, I think it's just like keeping at it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we have a good brand, we have a good product. And um, I think it just happened like that. And this year I also like took the leap of applying for grants and I had never done that before and I was able to get two like this year. So Let's that was go. crazy. Yeah, so um, 
you know, but it's never enough. <laughs> we need more. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But um, no, it's been a really good year where we can, you know, we're able to do the things that we want to do. Well, and that's something like we we've talked about on this podcast with other people or I've talked to other people about is just the importance of, you know, that community support from the, the stance of, um, you know, getting sponsors and, and things like that, because that just allows us to help more of our dreams come yeah. to life and it's not like yeah give us a, you know a ten thousand dollar grant and we're putting it in our pocket it's like no we're investing in this event that's yeah. going to enrich the lives of oh hundreds God. or thousands of people yeah and then it's like how much is like cost enough to put like people don't yeah. people who don't do events have no idea how much it costs and it's like everything every little thing costs and especially when mm -hmm. you're growing you have to add additional like bigger security, stage. bigger yep. stage, more uh, EMT, more porta potties, like yep. all that stuff. Even us, um, Tower Grove Park, that is a public park. We spend like thousands of dollars just to rent out the park. Mm -hmm. So it just it takes a really like crazy amount, especially on a, a certain type of level to like run an event like a festival. So the money is needed and it is being used, and then also just. Um, for example, like I always speak to our vendors because that's a really important part yep. of the festival because it's like, you know, 99% black owned businesses, um, women locally from St. Louis. And so through sponsorships, for example, with Square, we have a sponsorship with Square, but we're able to like give them terminals, mm -hmm. you know, that they can use, not just at Frizz Fest, but for other events that oh, they do. Awesome. So. It's not, we want to be able to, that's the importance of us creating like a sense of community because, excuse me, we don't want to support them just for Frizz Fest, but along their entire journey. And we do mm -hmm. a lot of other events that we just reach out like, hey, want to be a vendor at this event? Or, you know, I'll send my list out of Frizz Fest vendors for like the, like um, we partnered with the Grow Fest one year. So that's just awesome. like being able to support our people, our community in St. Louis is like a big aspect of it and sponsorship helps with that too. Yeah, I mean, that, that's huge. Shout out to everyone that's watching that has ever sponsored an event, especially for his fest. Yes, thank you. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> so as we look at this upcoming sixth yes. Frizz Fest, what can people expect? Um, everything. Uh, so everything. Yep. Everything. <laughs> so, um, man, um, yeah, so this year um, we're bringing Maya, and that's crazy for me. Let's like, talk about that. Like, that's insane. How did, because I've seen Maya before. It was at Six Flags St. Louis probably back in uh, like 2004. Okay. I got off the Screaming Eagle, and she was about to perform. So I saw her perform. What? That's crazy. Like back okay. then. Okay. Yeah, if I get a chance to meet her at Frizz Fest, I'll, I'll have to see if she remembers. That's but, crazy. Okay. But uh, how did that happen? Like, how did you get Maya to be part of Frizz um, Fest? And she's been speaking about Frizz Fest, too. Yeah, I saw her she has. News. Um... I think that we kind of like, you know, we went down a list of people who we wanted and mm -hmm. liked and who would like fit, like who made sense. And um, Maya, just like her team was responsive. They seemed like really into it. Um, and then Maya just kind of fits. She's vegan. She yeah, has yeah, a healthy yeah. lifestyle. You know, she's natural. She's like, I don't know. And then she's like nostalgic, like just that. Icon. Yes, like that. 90s time in our life when music was at its best sorry but it was <laughs> so to be able to like bring that energy to frizz fest was mm -hmm. just so when she was up for it and got back to us it was like a no-brainer so that's kind of been what was that feeling like where you're like 
what like you're like oh i don't know like and we've been working on this since i don't know january like and then we just like i don't know announced it in maybe april or may Uh or something like that so we've been kind of sitting on it for a while so it was insane and when she like agreed to do interviews and i think she like shout said my name on one i'm like oh my god that's my bestie like i've made it i made it yeah so that that was yes that was insane it's like when you know like when you are part of something like that and you know something it's like you really want to share with some people like hey but for real for real you can't tell somebody yeah. like, but like that one was one you're like okay dang i can't no. even tell anybody i'm a big person too like i don't want to say nothing so i know what's happening facts i, I am not like even though I, I you know i feel like i'm in a place where i could brag about what i'm not like i i don't that's just not me like i just I want to let the I want to like my actions and what actually happened show. Like I don't want to I don't want to talk about anything. Yeah, I don't want to talk about. Let's not talk about it. Let's just be about it. Well, it's like yeah, I feel you on that. Like you don't want to get your hopes up. You're like until you're in the moment. Like cool. If like this happens, great. Like yeah, because it's like that's something I've learned. Just being like. I've gotten my hopes up about something and oh it didn't God, yeah. happen. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to play a level. Like if yeah. it happens, I'm going to be excited. But yeah. if it doesn't. Yeah. And then like, I care about what, I do care about what people think, especially the people who support Fritz Fest. So I right, don't want right. to like get their expectation up about something that yeah. might, may or may not like fall through. So when it's, when I know something is going forward, that's when it's time to like announce it. When she was on the news talking about it, I think everyone was like, okay, this for real, for yeah. real happening. <laughs> yes, yeah. So in addition to her performance, uh, yes. what are the hours? What part of the park is it in? Okay, so we, I don't, I keep forgetting like the name, but we're in, so the entrance in Grand, we're in the, like the whole front end of the park. Okay. So we have that whole, like from one end to the other end mm-hmm. blocked off, like the streets will be blocked off. So this will make, um, Frizz Fest will be the third largest event in Targo Park after Festival of Nations and Pride. So wow. I'm excited about that. Um, Tire, shout out to Tire Grove because they, I don't know, they've just been like really um, great to work with. They like accept like diversity in different groups of people mm-hmm. and different types of events. And they've just been um, really good to work with. Uh, but anyway, so um, it's from 11 to 6 p.m. Okay. seven hours this year. This is the longest it's ever been. Um, so we'll have obviously Maya and open up for Maya is BB um, from Ooh. St. Louis. She's amazing. Hey, she's awesome. She's awesome. But we also have the festival stage mm-hmm. um, where we have an uh, amazing lineup. We have Rachel Galladay, uh, Rootmod. We have some like dancers coming out for the event. DJ Nico is our first fest DJ. She's been with us from the beginning too, which hey. is crazy. So I knew, I knew uh, Nico before she was big Nico. Okay. Now she's like now almost every event I go to, like they invite she's me. Like, she's popping. Yeah. yeah. She's. I go to like she's this amazing gala at the zoo. She's there. Yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, snap. she's everywhere. She's always been big Nico, but y'all didn't know yet. We knew. Um. So, um, Nico, we have. I think like almost 50 vendors this year, most we've ever had. And we have, I'm gonna brag on our vendors, we have the best of the best vendors. Um, I mentioned it, we have like close to 19 food vendors slash snack vendors, so you will not be hungry. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so we have Community Circle, where we feature different nonprofit organizations, Mm -hmm. um, and also like our sponsors, and like um, Verizon, who also has like different resources and programs that um, they can offer to like um, the community and things Mm -hmm. like that. And then 
we have a youth zone so we have something for the kids and we have like games and we'll have gamers island come out with like video games we'll have face painting wow. and balloon twisting you're like literally like yeah, every like a, kid's happy there yeah it's a whole all that good stuff um i know i'm missing some we have a hair um show this year um produced by um 10 dive healthy hair solutions so mm -hmm. we introduced that last year and it was a bang so it's like a hair slash fashion show and that's like the bomb can you explain what that is because like i know like my barber he used to compete in those kind of yeah. shows over i think in los angeles actually okay but like now is that just showing people how to do the hair or is it a so competition we will have that but the hair show is not so basically um healthy hair solutions we had a model casting call for it and everything so mm -hmm. We have um, models, and they'll be dressed in, like, different... I can, I'm not going to say the theme. It's, like, a cool theme this okay, year. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but so they'll have, like, different fashions, but have these extravagant hairstyles. Okay. So last year, we had a model with literally a heart, a big heart, like, made out of roses. Like That's all, I got to see. I, I'm going to have to see <laughs> It this. was crazy. So, um, and then we have... They, they'll have dancers that do a dance routine. So it's a whole show in itself. Um, and then we'll also, to your point, we have a new section called the Hair Fair because mm -hmm. I always say it's not a natural hair festival. We Anybody is welcome to come. Any type of hair yeah. type, hairstyle. Free spaces is to be what you want to be, what you feel the most comfortable in or with. Um, but we do have a hair fair for people who want to come and learn about how to take care of their natural hair. And Healthy Hair Solutions is a part of that so explore beauty and they'll have like um hair models where they'll be doing hair demonstrations how to use product different kind of hairstyles and things like that so um yeah and people can ask questions while they're they can there ask questions right? okay. giveaways free giveaways samples buy product all that good stuff i feel like you have everything tackled you got you got the I live do, and music i feel like i'm still forgetting some but um, I know. I think one thing that I saw on your website is like, if someone's like, "Oh, I can't be there," they can still donate to yes. Fri Is it will they donate to Frizz Fest or they could donate to Frizzy by Nature? They'll be donating to Frizzy by Nature. Okay, gotcha. Yep. And that and then so Frizzy by Nature is the nonprofit organization that like birth Frizz Fest. So, um, but we also do different events under Frizzy by Nature. For example, we did um, Frizzmas. That was during oh, Christmas. Oh, nice, nice. I like <laughs> and we that. was like a vendor event, and we had um, Santa come out, and kids got to take free pictures with Santa mm -hmm. and cookies and hot chocolate. Um, we've done like Black Girl Spa Day before. We do sunflower yoga with um, Nico, where we pay for people to come and do yoga sessions. So cool. we just try to do um, events throughout the throughout the year that kind of like just pour into our community for different like reasons, what we feel like what's needed and necessary. It's like people can come to the festival. Even if you don't have any friends, you just come. You'll make a new it's friend. Yes. It's good vibes all around. And yep. then after that, you'll have a friend to go to other frizzy events. Yes, you do. Well, just like we post everything. We're Frizz Fest on everything. Instagram, Facebook. So, And we also um, have been blessed to be able to work with different other community organizations mm -hmm. um, where we do, do other events, other community um, centered events that we post and speak about because we just got a lot of good stuff going on in St. Louis and yep. people just need to tap in. I feel that. Yeah. Um, now, before we wrap things up, uh, we're going to go over two things. The first okay. one will be if you can sit down and have dinner with anyone, um, three people. So okay. you're at a table of four. So if you want to play dominoes or something afterwards, okay. or you're in a <laughs> you're in a booth. Okay. You have three other people with you. Who would they be? Um, it could be, you know, 
a famous person, could be your neighbor, could be family family member, whoever. Okay. So my mom for sure, Tabitha Brown, and Issa Rae. Oh, Issa Rae. Yeah. She's awesome. Issa Rae, I just rewatched Insecure and it's when she started her she started her um throwing different events called Block. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my God, me and Issa on the same. Like I feel like I could just like and even some of the ideas that she did and some of the things she did in that, um, I kinda like use it for inspiration oh, yeah, she yeah. had to she had did at her apartment she had did like an event to invite sponsors to come out to kind of talk about the event so we did a mixer last year so i don't know Issa Rae is like dope and she puts people on and i think she just has so much like knowledge mm -hmm. that i can learn from and then she's just like i don't know she's like a to me like a genius and she's hilarious so yeah she um my wife and i i think it was like last april we went to go see the read the podcast okay, and yeah. I forgot what it's called the building some big old building in DC that's very nice I can't remember uh, but everyone turns their head and then like I look and I was like oh it was Issa Rae yeah oh, yeah like she's like probably like 15 feet and she just has this glow to her she does she like, has like amazing. the prettiest skin ever and then she owns like coffee shops and I'm obsessed with coffee what's your favorite coffee shop here in town dang that's or one of your favorites I like you know what I do like latte lounge oh I love that place well, now you're talking about north or uh, the one midtown. downtown. Yeah, that's I haven't been to the one in North County Same. yet. And that's your that's your old neck of the woods. I know. I need to go. They opened a new one. They opened another in, in Ferguson. Yo, shout out to Latte Lounge. Yeah, and then um, I went to Fiddlehead Fern or something. Yeah, Fiddle yeah, by Botanical Gardens for the first time. Fire. That's a cool little spot. Yeah. Like I like going there sometimes, and then going around Botanical Gardens because. I go there. I go to Botanical Gardens during the free times. Okay, yeah. You know, you're a city. I think it's city county resident. Yeah. And it's like from. I think they open like an hour later or something for people. Oh, it's like seven a.m. to noon okay, on okay. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Okay. So that's when I'm going. Okay. Like. Yeah. But. Uh, Can I have you talk about why uh, Tabitha Brown and why your mom? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I was gonna. Yeah. I digress. Good call. We got stuck okay. on Issa. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Issa. But yeah. So um, let's talk about Tabitha Brown and your mom. Uh, okay, Tabitha Brown. I think she's a prime example of what is for you is for you. Hmm. Um, because she, you know, she's been, I think she like wanted to be an actress and she's been in the game and working hard and she got her break from just like being her, mm -hmm. like posting stuff on Instagram, videos on Instagram. And I think that it's just like, I don't know, she's like just such an inspiration just to be who you are and like let your shi light shine and the world yeah. will see it like and then I think like she kept to me from the outside she kept on doing you know what mattered to her and then all of a sudden like everything fell into place for her mm -hmm. and she's also just like a beautiful spirit and she also yep. reminds me a lot of my mom I think they're, they're the same sign but I think I could just like lay on lay my head on her chest and like just Aww. feel like so and then but she can she can like you know give you like a little snapback you know but in a nice kind way yeah if it's needed you know she stands yeah. her ground and like what she believes in and i we'll have to get her to frizz she'll be at frizz fest one day i know i'm, I'm putting I've, that I've, in existence like please i have been i have tried to email dm all that it's happening yeah and she wears a lot of colors and i love colors she's great and my mom obviously that's my mom yeah like yeah i miss her and she was just like the craziest, funniest, sweetest, like, like boisterous personality, and I think that like, 
and I know she sees it, but like I would love for her to be here, like yeah, yeah. to see, like or you know, because I she's proud. Yeah, she's sure. proud. And I think she was at, if she was at Fred's fest, she'll get on stage and take the mic and oh, snap. start talking to the crowd because that's who she is. <laughs> but um, yeah, just uh, yeah, I just would like her to be here to experience like all the things that me because we I built this with my brother, you mm. know, too. So just I know she's super proud. So I would love for her to just kind of be here with us. She, she's definitely watching you all. Yeah, and just she like, definitely hey, is for sure. Proud of y'all. And yeah. then when Tabitha and Issa comes, yeah. she's like, see? <laughs> yeah. You said it on the podcast. That's okay. right. I'm speaking at it existing right now. Well, um, last, lastly, we like to go over, I almost said your name, but I'm like, lastly, <laughs> lastly, words of wisdom. So, you know, whether it's someone that's looking to one day, uh, you know, start, maybe start a, a different festival, um, someone that's going through a tough time, maybe they're a creator, whatever. What is some words of wisdom that you would like to provide? Um, I think it's like, just from me, what I've learned, you just got to like go for it and do it because I think, um, from personal experience, I think if something was placed in your heart and it's for good intention, I, there's no way you can fail. So I think, and it, it may look different than what you imagine it would be. You might have to go through some windy roads, um, paths that, you know, heartache, depression, but I think just know that if it's like something like placed in your heart that I think like you just have to go for it, but you have to like, continue to work for it like it's just not it's not going to show the idea might show up in your heart but the the opportunities and all that is just not going to show up at your doorstep so i think that just keep keep going at it um when the days come where it's sad just remember your reasoning Mm -hmm. and um yeah i think it i think it'll all fall into place like just you'll meet the right people your name will enter in rooms before you do um like you said be yourself and people will see how i like love you know people just being authentic mm-hmm. and like let your light shine and the world will catch up oh i wish i had like some let your light shine and the world <laughs> will pop light. up Bam. yeah well uh how can people follow you now you okay. and frizz fest okay me i am frizzy flowers on instagram and um frizz fest on instagram and frizz fest on facebook and i will give you my personal facebook but it's private so. yeah let's go frizz fest yeah frizz fest on everything frizzybynature.com um yep well leslie i appreciate your time everyone make sure to go to frizz fest september 16th from 11 to 6 p.m at tower grove park it'll be on the the grand side yeah. so you probably have to park around the side we'll have a shuttle service this year oh that's clutch we'll have uber we- and lift drop-off areas to make parking as easy as possible awesome Well, I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks. (laughs) Good work. As always, I want to thank all my co-hosts, the people behind the scenes, including Jason, who is editing this, along with Midcoast Media for hosting us at their studio right here in Midtown St. Louis. If you enjoyed the show, then please like and subscribe on YouTube and follow at OpCastThePod on all social channels as we grow our community. Get with Malik. Come on. Hilarious. Are we rolling right now? Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah. We're rolling. Look at me hiding in the bushes. Are we doing the thing? We're doing the, yeah, we're doing it. Three, two, one.
think. Malik, can I call you? Can we can we talk on the phone for five minutes? 